You're about to experience Filling the Air with Words, where two award-winning broadcast journalists with a combined 72 years of experience talk about their personal truths, growing older in a world too busy to care, and the occasional unexpected release of sounds which are not permitted on the radio or polite society. Here are your congenial and getting older by the minute hosts, Jane Shannon and Robert Parrish. You are, Hane, one of the only females that I know who is significantly interested and knowledgeable about sports. Well, you know, I, I gotta say, I love sports, and I used to be more knowledgeable than I am now as far as players and whatnot. I, I and I hate to even admit that, but you know, I had you know, I have two sons, and and uh, they both played ball. The older one was really into it and loves it, and I, you know, so we have that connection, you know, years and years. And I was, I was like a bench coach and grabbed did like ten years of little league. It was awesome. Really? Oh yeah. At, at one time. He was in. Uh, he was on three teams at the same time. Yeah. And then the younger one was on a team, and he wasn't really into it. And we just asked for try for you know play three seasons and see. And he actually played for five. Yeah. But wasn't into it. And then he did did some wrestling, and then he did track, and and then he did choir. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, he found his niche, right? I'm not absolutely. You know, <laughs> school plays the whole thing. He's amazing. He's he's having an amazing life. But yeah, this sports thing and just taking kids around and and I don't know the game of baseball for me because I never played it and I never really knew much about it when I was younger but it just it's it's just personifies I mean there's so many life lessons in it mm -hmm. all of it that's what I love about the game of baseball if anybody says it's boring I point out why it's not me you too know? Yeah. that's from an amateur you know a complete amateur it's so it's really an amazing game if one can sit and watch watch it with different eyes than just thinking there's not enough action. You right. Know? Well, you know, it's the only game I think that is not governed by time. Yes, which is beautiful. Oh yeah, absolutely. I love that part of baseball. So when you tell someone, someone comes up to you and says, "Baseball sucks. I don't want to go to a game. It's stupid. It's boring." What do you say? Oh, God. See, now you're putting me on the spot. I'm sorry. That's terrible. No, I should be able to just absolutely... Come on, rattle it off, man. I can't. I've promoted you right here to our listener know, as a knowledgeable I'm just woman. I'm failing miserably. Okay. Failing miserably. Well, how about this? So, what do you personally enjoy the most about going to a baseball game? If I were a smartass, I'd say garlic fries. <laughs> and you are a smartass, so you did. Good job. But that's not true. Um, what is it? I like, there's so, you know, there's so many things and it's not, it's not just the game. It's not just who wins and the hits and the number of this, you know, I love pitching. Reese was a pitcher. So I love, you know, watching that. And I like the psychology of baseball, mm -hmm. you know, and the superstition of baseball and, and how easy it is for somebody to trip up when they yeah. get something in their head. And how easy it is to turn that around, you know, with one one little thing can happen differently, and it and it affects the whole team. It affects the whole season, really. Right. I'm not really making a whole lot of sense. No, I've, you are. I, that's perfect because that is so true. I mean, the subtleties of the game are are just extraordinary, and yeah. there is always one moment 
in a game or even a season where as a spectator you can look at it and say everything just changed you're right it's the it is the subtleties of the game it's watching you know a certain tip of a head it's watching what's going on in the dugout you know it's i mean everything you it just there's so much happening when people are standing still right that was good. There is so much happening when people are standing still. And I like to think of myself as a rather intuitive person. And what I like most about it is if I'm really paying attention, and it doesn't matter where I'm sitting, I can feel, I can feel what's happening. You know, you can feel the tension or you can feel the excitement. And it doesn't have to be, you know, a home run that makes you feel that. It's like... I was at a game last weekend in Cincinnati, and they have a pitcher named Johnny Cueto. And Johnny Cueto is a very talented Dominican pitcher. And I could just tell from the first pitch that he was on fire. He was not going to be touched. I mean, there was something about the way he looked on the mound. There was something about the way he was throwing. I mean, you could just feel that he was completely, completely in the zone. And he ended up pitching a you know complete game three hitter against the world champion San Francisco Giants. But and and it's the same thing like when batters come up to the plate. My boys and I have been to I don't know hundreds of baseball games, uh-huh. and we can always kind of tell you know we'll just sit there and sort of study what's going on. And if someone walks to the plate from the on deck circle, and if you're really paying attention. It's possible to tell by their body language what's going to happen, mm-hmm. you know? If oh, it, yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely. And we have in my family, like, we call them baseball god rules. So <laughs> we've watched enough games to know, for instance, if a guy hits a foul ball that is just, you know, hits a shot, and it's a foul ball home run, basically, you know, and it kind of just misses the foul pole. Uh-huh. We know. Chances are that dude's going to strike out because, you know, he gets that one shot. It just misses. The pitcher knows, number one, what not to throw him. And the guy is completely deflated. You know, it's like I hit this 400-foot you know, shot and it went left of the foul pole or right of the foul pole. I'm fucked. I can't believe that that happened, you know? Yeah. And I don't know what the statistics are. And that's another thing I think that's fascinating about baseball and – there's this guy named, oh shit, Bill somebody. But the statisticians who, who work the games, they have stats for everything. And oh, I'm my sh- God, I know. And I'm sure there is a stat for what happens after somebody hits a foul ball that, you know, if it were fair, would have been a home run. Mm-hmm. You know? but Absolutely. That's the other thing that's so beautiful about the game is that there were just so many variables and Ryan was a pitcher too and he pitched at a really high level in college and so it was fascinating to be with him before the game kind of know where his head is watch him warm up and I always knew if he was going to get shelled I mean it was you could just tell you can tell can't you yeah and when you know somebody really well it's even especially more apparent and you know you watch a pitcher, any pitcher, and this happened to Ryan because his senior year, he had a really terrible shortstop behind him. And Ryan was a ground ball pitcher, and inevitably, you know, somebody hit a ground ball to short, it'd, it'd go through and it'd be an error, and that would that would be it. 
You know, it would open up the door for so much to happen. Oh, absolutely. Just like walking the leadoff batter. Oh, my God. That mm. is like, you just might as well just put the numbers up on the scoreboard because they're going to be there. Thanks for listening to Filling the Air with Words. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Facebook, SoundCloud, and sometimes even YouTube. Sacks are full of M's with Runnels at third and the Griffies. Dad and son, second and first, respectively. Now the left-hander set. The 2-1 pitch on the way now to Alvin. Swung on and hit deep to right field. Back on the ball, Sosa to the track. The wall fly away! A grand slam home run by Alvin Davis, his third of the year. Dedicated to the life and memory of our dear friend, Jane Shannon.